going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. Well, we're back again with another episode of the VAR Bar. My name is Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew, your host with the absolute most. And I'm joined by my compadres, YC, Chocolate Boy T, and C Frizzer. How are we doing, guys? What's good? Out here, bro. Out here, man. Sun shining. Feeling mm. well. Feeling well. How's the, how's the oil boys party, man? Oil, <laughs> oil boys party. I saw you. Hey, if, if, I, if I speak on it, Spotify will remove us from... Ah, like that. that. The platform, boy. I can't even. You know talk. when that, you know when that man at the start of the party snaps, and then there's nothing, nothing afterwards. You know there was enjoyment. <laughs> in it. You understand when you're not on your phone the whole time? Hey, mm-hmm. it's different. You know, it was it was wavy still, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good vibes. Good vibes. Say less, man. Strizzer, Jake, how was your weekends, man? Yeah, mine was all good. I had a stag do in Bristol, so I am feeling the effects of it now, but. It was all, all in all a good night over here. <laughs> are you still in Bristol? Or what's, you the in, uh... what's the drink of choice, Wazzy? <sighs> I mean, last night was whatever went in my hand toast. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to discriminate, but usually uh, I like myself a spiced rum. That's nice. the way to get into my art. You know, bull. Come on, what, straight, straight, or mixer? Oh no, God, no! Get get some coconut, mate. I'm not. I'm not that hard. I like to enjoy my drinks. Spiced rum. What are the spice ones? Morgan Spice. Then what else? Um, Kraken. That's a good one for the oh, guys yeah, out there. Snaps, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's my one. Yeah, yeah I like a my little sweet bit of drinks. Like, I'm a sweet boy, man. I like my sweet drinks. The Amaretto's, the Malibu's. Now I mean the one that you know you don't feel the wave too tough, but then <laughs> once you back a few, you're gone. Oh, Frizzle, man, what about you, man? man? Might have been strong. West Indian, our West Indian resident. I know he loves I that. I had a calm one this weekend, man. I wasn't even active, too tough. Can't lie, just kick back. I had a few mad weekends, so I thought, let me just, you know, relax the, the no Ray nephews. a bit. Uh, what, drink ting? Jerk chicken um, on the... Yeah. You know what, yeah? I'm not even a, a Ray man, you know that? I'm more of a vodka man, I can't lie. Vodka, lemonade and lime, that's my... My thing. Nuts. Yeah, the old, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> just trying to go ham early doors. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, say less, man. All right, let's start with the preseason games. There, let's go. Um, let's discuss Arsenal then, because uh, you guys had a had a game versus Everton, obviously versus a fellow Premier League team. Um, some yeah. will say like your your mates. Um, others wouldn't. Um, Jesus <laughs> again on the Jesus yeah, again speak. on the score sheet. Um, chat to me, man. No, no, Nuremberg no. score sheet, Everton score sheet. Don't let us get a Monclizzi in it. <laughs> I already told you, Andy, man. Like, <laughs> like it's preseason, isn't it? Let me not get too gassed. Let me not get too gassed in it. But I mean, I, I have, a, I have a feeling that like Jesus will have a lot of success at Arsenal, and that's not really based on these two preseason games where he scored two good goals, like two well taken goals from tight angles, but. I think he just fits, he very much fits our system. Um, mm. We're a team that we we were, what, one point off fourth place with a striker that scored, what, five goals all season, you know? So for me, <laughs> what I like about Jesus, and I've said it before, is he, he looks like someone that does what he's told, you know? Like he doesn't strop. So when he started yeah. off his City career as a centre forward in and around the box, he was banging goals. And when he was not in favour as a, as a front, as a number nine, 
he did job still out on the wing. Do you know what I mean? For City, like mm-hmm. he was still a very, very capable player, scored a lot of big goals still. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm very, very happy for him to be a striker that will score goals in and around the box. I know there's whispers from the likes of Shalom and others, naysayers that ah, he's not a natural finisher. Like I, I don't know where they were a couple of seasons ago when he joined I don't City. Know either, man. <laughs> I think he's always been a natural finisher personally. But um, yeah. yeah, man, uh, two two well taken goals again. Like I mentioned, from tight angles, the one against Everton was beautiful, man. Like he brought it down from a corner and he's just pammed it with his right foot, top like roof of the net, man. So yeah, I mean the the sort of instincts that I want to see from our marquee signing, really. So he's looking sharp in preseason. <laughs> Palace is in a couple of weeks, boy. So hey, man. Uh, I'm ready. Let's go. Have you have you heard any noise in terms of like um you know people or maybe from the highlights that you've seen like any other players that have caught your eye? Saliba made his debut oh, as well man. yesterday, didn't he? Yeah. Was it his debut? Yeah. S- S- um Saliba played yesterday. Yeah, he started yesterday. You know what? Um mm. the highlights didn't really show too much of um how he performed if I'm honest. So I mean, I'm going to have to deep dive into football Twitter. There is, and there really is a, there some, is a separate, yeah, there is a separate, um, there's a, you know, the, you know when they make those player highlight reels. So there's one yeah. for Saliba I saw as well, which, which looks Calm. decent. I look, I look forward to checking it out. The only thing I've really seen is someone tweeted that it's looking like Gabriel and Saliba are going to be a very good um, pairing sort of thing. So for me, it's just a case of who's in favour, like come the start of the Premier League, you know, because I, I know that Arteta loves that Ben White Donny and you know me, I've, <laughs> I've never been, never been sold on him, but, um, it'll be interesting, isn't it, man? Like, there's no excuses now. I want, I want him to get sufficient game time and test himself in the prem. Like, we're, we're in a position where we can afford to play him and make mistakes, even if, even if he's not 100 percent the player we want him to be. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm excited yeah. just to get him into the team. Yeah, facts. Yeah, it's looking good, man. Um, let, let's move over to Chelsea then. Um, you guys had a game. I think your first preseason game, I think, against yeah, yeah. Um, um, CF America. Yeah, think Club America. Club America, yeah. Preseason game, 2-1 win. Reese James' own goal. We love to see it. Um, <laughs> apart from him, who stood out? Conor Gallagher. He was his first game as a proper six, as opposed to an eight that he played at Palace, and he was running the game. Like He was had some really nice touches. He set up Havertz brilliantly through the press and then just siphing a pass through the defence. Havertz really should have scored it, but didn't. Um, Mason came on in the second half and just showed what an absolute baller he is. Scored an absolutely beautiful curler to win us the game. Um, one that was a bit of a surprising one was Ampadu. Like he played in the center of the back three and mm-hmm. he just looked so comfortable on the ball. Like he was spreading it left, right, and center. So, like, I'm hopeful that he can at least be a backup for us this year. Mm. Um, there was people like Emerson and Kennedy, but. I don't that expect Kennedy. anything from them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that. that's the annoying thing about this team. And even Tukau admitted it to a certain degree. It was like, we gave Kennedy 45 minutes. We gave Ross Barkley, who in my opinion, we all know of that man, 45 minutes. It's like, it's just wasteful when we've got youth players, but like, a couple of them got injured. So they got their that game time. Like, mm. Batshuayi missing sitters. Like, <laughs> normal. We know, we know, yeah, exactly. We know that. So, um, it was a good test for us. Like it's obviously not to a Premier League standard, but their the Club America season is in the they're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So it's good to play a team that's like fully physically ready for it. It's a big game for them, despite it being a friendly. Like obviously we've got bigger tests coming up, but like it was a good start for us. And I think bar that own goal, they didn't really do too much to trouble us 
attacking wise. That yeah. goal was Rich James' fault, by the way. Like they were, they. I think it was him and Bettinelli that were looking at each other, trying to point fingers. Like you definitely played it into the goal. Like yeah. that's on you. You you pass. You do it to the side of the goal. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a decent game. Decent game for us. And uh, what, what formation you play? I just heard you say um, you played with the three at the back. Yeah, yeah. Still, still three at the back. I think like there are murmurings that Tuchel wants to move two or four at the back, at least for certain games. But I don't think he's going to do that with the current defence that we've got. Like, obviously, we'll talk about signings in a little bit. But until he's got those people in place, I don't think he's going to risk it, particularly with Thiago Silva still being far and away our best centre-back. Yeah, facts. All right, man. Um, calm. Let's move over to United then. Um, none of their reps are here, but they started their pre-season tour with a 4-0 win over my team, Liverpool. Was it 4-0 or 3-0? It was 4-0. 4-0. Yeah, man. 4-zip. And then a uh, 3-1 win versus Melbourne victory. So, I mean, what do you guys think, man? No else for Eric Ten Hag yet. Um, I think some of you tuned in for the Liverpool game. Um, yeah. Uh, what are you man saying? I, I, I are you, are you back in on... United now? No. No way. Not, not, <laughs> not, not another a chance in hell. But, I mean, obviously, yeah. Obviously, in, in the group chat, you man presented the, the lineup, So, it was clear that United, if I'm if I'm honest, should have like left clear winners because it, it really was. Can I even call it Liverpool's second team, more like Liverpool's third team? I was seeing players that I don't want to see again. That right back, <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he's not good. He's not going to make it at this level. What, let me tell you. What, you mean the left back or the right back? The left back, you mean? The 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 the, the, the black don, the Liverpool. I think he played right back. I saw him. Oh, on the, the black don. Now he was right decent, side. man. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. What was it, what's nah, his name? I don't even know. Something with an M. I've never seen hey, him before. I, I think he uh, the mistake he was that at he, four. he was at, yeah, he was at four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at four for at least two goals. But I think other than mm. that, like, yeah. Uh, but, nah, man. Other than that, bro, you said he was decent. <laughs> he made two mistakes. No, no, but <laughs> other than that, obviously, it's not even a game, in it? So, you know, right. if you look at it holistically, right. like, he, he did he did yeah. all right, but he held his own, man. I mean, I don't think he's going to replace Trent anytime soon, innit? But but for obviously from the no. little I saw, he was looking, he was moving a bit shaky with some of his clearances. But um, yeah, man, I mean, United they look good, but it was a it was a full team, if I'm honest. Um, I but sense... to, to be to be fair to them, in the second half they brought out their youngsters, and then we yeah. had our and then full you, team. So, you man, yeah. you man brought out your full team, and to be fair, they even scored a nice goal against against your your starters. Um, exactly, to, yeah. to, for the for the fourth goal, but. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to read too much into it, man. I mean, it's, it's funny <laughs> to see um, Tony Martial back on the field for United. Uh, Sancho obviously got in on, in on the actors. Hey, man, a lot of those United players got a lot to prove, man. Because I, I honestly thought it was the end of Martial's career at United. So the fact that he's been getting yeah. a lifeline, yeah, intrigued to see how he does. I mean, Sancho, he needs to come out and produce, man. Like he just needs to drop numbers this year. So he needs to, but yeah. yeah, man, uh, they they look like they were having fun out there, innit? And they have not looked like they've had been having fun playing ball for a minute. So <laughs> yeah, man, good good for them. Yeah, I mean, like ETH style is similar to like Klopp and like yeah, uh, you know, like the uh, what's it? What's that guy's name? Ragnick School of Gigan pressing <laughs> too. Yeah, so you like, not speak uh, on that, Donny. He comes from the similar squad. His style of play is similar. So yeah, you you could see like they started. Uh, United was running a lot more, pressing a lot more from from the front, uh, but the usual darkness was still there, kind of thing. But it's just that Liverpool did really take advantage of it, especially in the second half. But yeah, man, at least they're unbeaten still in it. So 
let's see what, let's see what happens when the season actually starts. Um, and also, what's his name is looking good as well, Eric Bailly. Because I've always said, like, even before Eric Tenak even joined, I was like, Eric Tenak would fancy like someone like Eric Bailly. If he can get him fit, he would definitely yeah, that, start. That, him, I think. That's that's the thing. It's, I think it's always been a best ability is availability with that Donny. I mean, yeah. he gets a run in the team and then he's just injured again. Like every time you look up, he's injured. So we'll see. We'll see if he's a starter, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Let's go to Strizzer's team then. Um, Spurs on their Hongmin Son tour. Uh, played against the, the, I think the South Korean League All-Stars. Beat them like 6-3. And then a 1-0 draw with Sevilla, man. What have you made of your squad? Um, similar to Toshi, I don't really like read too much into preseason. Obviously, um, it's good to get results and keep the morale and positivity up. But ultimately, it's about fitness, getting patterns, etc. The K League game I watched, um, six three win, scored some good goals, conceded some sloppy ones. Um, but yeah, obviously Richarlison's been getting minutes, so it's good to see him obviously playing. Um, but yeah, like Kane obviously and Son on the score sheet as per. Can't really look into it too much, in it. Like it's just what is what it is. Um, the Seville game similar, like Drew Kane bagged Son assist. That game was kind of fiery though, man. There was a few tackles flying in, and a few like for a friendly, mm. it was a bit heated. But yeah, man. All in all, like it's just like good to get minutes under players' belts. You got a few knocks and a few injuries. Basuma's got COVID, so we haven't been able to see him yet, but. Yeah, um, oh, I think at yeah, the moment, I was ask you positive, about that. Fair enough. Yeah, there's a positive bounce like um, amongst the squad at the minute. Like a lot of the players are coming out and saying good things, so we'll wait and see in it. Fair enough, man. And um, yeah, like you said, um, off mic or off off record, sorry, that you still have a you have a good feeling about next season or this season coming up. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I think. Obviously, we've done our business early for a change. Uh, Jed Spence is probably going to be announced tomorrow. Um, I've seen pictures on, on oh, social yeah. media. like that's, that's pretty much done. Well, I think it's done. He's, there's pictures of him holding the shirt in it, so that's done. This hasn't been officially announced. So yeah. we've talked about the right wing-back issue now. Um, we're linked with James Madison, um, who I think would be a great signing. So, yeah, man, like things are positive right now, aren't it? I'm not going to say we're going to win the league, but I think we can definitely close the gap between ourselves Chelsea, uh, City, Liverpool um, at the top two. And yeah, man, just kind of feeling good about the season, really. I hear you, man. I hear you. I like that. I like that still. Um, in regards to my squad, Liverpool, um, yeah, four zip against United. To be honest, man, for me, unlike you, man, I'm taking preseason very serious, to be honest. Um, every single game I see Liverpool play, I need them to win it. And if they don't win, it kind of like dampens my mood. But because it's preseason, it's less of that, but it's still that. And yeah, losing 4 0 to United at any stage is, is yeah, it's not nice. Um, and then we also had a game against, uh, who did we play? Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah. And we beat them 2 0. Andy. Which was a ve- Yo. Talk to me, man. Uruguayan Central Sea. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> bro, when I, Spencer, when you tagged me in that, you know, I was, bro, you know the, the capital L, I was literally yeah, laughing. How much I laughed when I saw bro. that. 
that has there was a resemblance is on the jersey. Oh man. Oh. You know how they did Sancho, the boy from Cannington. <laughs> <laughs> now they're gonna be Nunez boy, so yeah, you know what man? It is what it is, man. Um he's not he's not been looking too good. So far in preseason, although he's like trying to get involved, the players are, tr- are trying to look for him, but his touch is looking sloppy. He's looking off the pace a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe he might be. Let's be honest. He looks dead. Like 85 like, billion. Oh, yeah, I was, was going <laughs> to say, man, like last, like Liverpool, like you guys, the last couple of years anyway, you you guys deal with like finished products, you understand? Like Jota, killer, Mane, killer, Salah, killer. This one does not look like a killer, man. Like he, he can't even, he don't look like he can trap the ball properly. Like, and I'm sure his nerves, obviously big sign in new number nine or whatever, but he, he doesn't look sharp. I, like, think I don't it's know that, if it's you know, fitness. What do you reckon? I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the nerves, is is the nerves part. I think it's yeah. that. And, because like I feel like yeah, Benfica is a big club, but like in Portugal, but like this is a whole different ball game. You're now stepping into, you know, players that you've seen do it for years at the highest level, and you're coming into this team. Also, Liverpool, we have a good track record of like signing strikers since yeah. since since forever, you know. So I'm trying to be positive about it, but you you guys know that I've you know I've not been too excited about this Nunez signing. It's literally, I just want to see what he does. And um, so far, he's not necessarily been impressive, but if we're going to use the age-old bar of now, we're not going to take preseason serious, then, you know, let's not take it serious. But then you see, like, people like Gabriel Jesus moving mad and um, Harry Kane just doing what he's doing still. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That Uruguayan Central C. <laughs> I don't know, boy. Oh, yeah. man. That made me laugh. That made me laugh still. But, Swizzy, you don't want to take on my bet, yeah? With Charlie's um, Nunez. You don't want to do it. Like, I don't see how we can compare the two in it. Like, one's been bought for 85. Brother, there's, there, there are two oh, new signings. Listen. Yeah. Listen, there are two new signings, yeah? Shit v. shit. Back your shit. It's simple. You're bringing up Kane. Doesn't make sense. Richarlison's good, Damn. yeah? Richardson so even from bench, you're, you're banging more goals. Listen to this, show. We all know, yeah, Nunes has not been brought to sit on the bench. Yeah, there may be a little period where he has to be brought into the team and learn the, the patterns, etc. But ultimately, you don't sign a player for that money to sit on your bench. Yeah? So, he's going to get Brother, much you, more minutes than 70 million Richarlison, bro. Six, six, why are you trying to add 10 mil to make yourself feel better? He was 60 mil, firstly. Yeah? <laughs> I, I don't so now. How, no, 60 mil. Done. Yeah? Gee, Tottenham never ever sign players of like for that amount of money to compete in forward lines. It's not happened. Like we've looked at it and we said, yo, like Lucas ain't good enough. Bergwijn ain't good enough. We've got Kulisevsky now. We need to get one more in to compete. That is what Richarlison is going to do. So it's, I think it's a different kind of signing. Nunes has been brought in to be your number nine. And that's the difference. That's why I say, yo, let's do Kane versus Nunes. But you don't want to do that. You don't want that. No, no but that doesn't make sense. Let's do Salah. Let's do Salah v Kane then. Shut him out. Shut up! No, you not on it. I'll do Salavi Kane. I'll do Salavi Kane. You do Salavi Kane, yeah, on air. 100% Cut, yeah. On air, yeah. How much? How much? On how much? Name the price. Thirty euros, thirty pounds. Say thirty nothing, euros, done. thirty pounds. Yeah, come on, done. Tosin, Jake, yeah, witnesses. There we go. We witnesses, man. We love to see it on air. Come on. 
Right, man. Kane outscores Salah, bro. Kane, that... trust me when I tell you, Kane is on smoke this season. Trust me. Yeah? Like, because one plus. thing about him, yeah, gee, I'm 20 plus. If he stays fit, 20 plus. Because, yeah... But, Sal- but Salah's outscored him fit. since he landed, though. He, huh? Salah's outscored him since he landed, though. Nearly every yeah, season. Yeah, but the difference bar is, one, yeah, you got to remember, you got to remember, yeah, the difference is, like, Kane's had so much different madness going on. Nuno, Jose, oh, Pochettino. Like, this, this, is, this, is, this, is like, this is the fittest <laughs> that he's been. He's come out and said, oh. this is the fittest I've been in my career, yeah? What do you mean? Uh, mm. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, what? Dead those excuses, man. So what? Gee, listen, You're saying? Are, are we doing another bet? Twenty-five listen, goals, listen, Kane. Are we doing that? Bro, I'm, I'm not saying twenty-five goals, but I think Kane will get at least twenty <laughs> goals. But but, gee, just quickly. At yeah, least twenty. Yeah. Yeah, just quickly. Gee, he didn't score a goal in his first fourteen games last season or something mad like that. He ended the season on seventeen goals, only five behind Salah. So Impressive. you imagine he actually Impressive. starts the season. Properly, yeah, a full preseason. None of this, like, oh, I'm not turning up to training and all that rubbish. He's been there. He's done preseason. He's got three goals in his first two games in preseason. Trust me, he's looking sharp as well. So I'll have that with you all day. To long. be fair to him, yeah. To be, to be fair to you, yeah. Like in terms of like Harry Kane, yeah. Like in the seasons that when I said like Salah's outscored him, like Kane has always had periods where like excluding last season in it where he was like on a long draw, but he's always had periods where he's been injured for like two months. As well, yeah. So we we, we oh, yeah. are yet to see a Kane like in full flow, like hundred percent fit, playing at least thirty five games. Do you season. know why that is? Because we because we've never had a replacement, so we've had to literally play that man into the ground. Now we've got Richarlison. Like, but don't I be think you still do a that. Games this season, now, nah, but a couple games this season. Don't be surprised to see Kane on the bench. If you're thinking of having Kane in your fantasy team, I'm telling you now, there'll be games where. Conte will rest him because we've got enough now to say, yo, Richardson plays a nine. Kane, you can, you can, you know what I mean? We've got Champions League on Tuesday night. You can have a rest. That's not been able to happen previously. So trust me, man, I'm telling you. Jake, Jake how big is the gap between Richardson and Kane for you? Massive. Like, like, <laughs> no, it's a big gap. Kane I'm not comparing is... the two. I'm just saying there's certain games. For example, yeah. let's say we've got Fulham at home. Yeah. In previous seasons, we might just play With Charlie Clapping, yeah. But he, but you know what I'm saying, like obviously, if we're playing big games, Kane will start. But if there's certain games, you know, we might just run Son, Richarlison, and, and Lucas because that that'll be enough to get us over the line or whatever. We can mix a match now, so that's the difference, G. That's the difference between how we are now, as in having a squad where we can rest our better players, the same way like other teams can. The better teams in the league can rest their players in certain games because they've got depth. We've got that now, so yeah, man. Say less, man. Like I said, loving the optimism. Let's move over to the uh, transfer business then, because a lot has happened this week, um, domestically and internationally, but we'll keep it prim for now. Uh, Chelsea, Jake, let me start with you, man. Obviously, Sterling confirmed. Koulibaly also confirmed. Ake is staying put. Corwell might get sold or loaned. And they are saying even more incomings are, are expected. So what are you yeah, telling it's a, me? It's a busy, busy time. Like you boys see in the group chat, I'm falling for all the rumours. I love it, man. Like, it's great. Um, yeah, so we'll start off, obviously, Sterling confirmed. Like, we spoke about that in depth last week, so we don't need to go into it too much. But, yeah, just obviously really happy with that signing. I think he's immediately going to be our top goal scorer and one of our best players. I hope he hits the ground running. 
Um, the Koulibaly signing, now that is an interesting one. So it's £33 million, give or take. And then obviously some add-ons could be there as well. Um, the, the the really interesting thing is that he's a 31-year-old centre-back and we've given him a four-year contract. Now, the only other centre-back that's in the Prem that's got that length of a contract that age is Van Dijk. So that's unfortunate. Van Dijk is younger though. Is Van Dijk 31? I think he's 30 or 31. So I think, sorry, the um, the start is that the only centre-backs to oh, get a four-year contract yeah. over 30. Yeah, my bad. Mm. Um, so that immediately comes becomes Koulibaly's comparison, really. Like, it's unfair because he's not going to hit that level. Like, he's not Van Dyke. Let's be fair to him. Like, he's just not going to do people that. Are saying, people are saying better than Rudiger, though. I still, I'm still like, eh. mm, nah, Van no, Van Dyke is 31. Excuse. He is 31. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think he's gonna be as good as Rudiger. I think Rudiger like he was he was almost the emotional leader of that defence and one of the emotional leaders of the team and expecting Koulibaly to come in and replace that and his production on top, like lest we forget Rudiger was in the team of the year this year. So to come in and immediately mm. replace that I think is is gonna be excessive. I hope he is very good. Like he he's always been one of those defenders that you he's always been wanted every year, isn't it? It's like Rumours of Koulibaly going here, rumours of Koulibaly going there. Yeah. But the owner was never really willing to sell. He's had to sell this year because it was a year left on his contract and he didn't want to sell him to Juve, so he sold him to us. Um, I am excited for him. I think he is a very good defender. I think he will come in and help us out, and that is the main thing at the end of the day. like He is going to do a lot of the same things Rudiger does. Like He is going to be more the aggressor of the back three, going out and challenging people. He can pass a ball. He can dribble it out of defence. Um, he's already got a connection with someone like Mendy winning AFCON and whatnot. He's got Jorginho in front of him, played with him at Napoli. So I think yeah. it is a solid signing. The contract does worry me, like, have to be fair. Giving a man a four-year contract, so it's going to take him up to age 35. Like, we can only hope he ages like fine wine like Thiago Silva. But mm. given the state of our defence currently, we had to do it. Like, it was Thiago Silva and then Chalaba. Like it was just we had to make that reinforcement. Um, I think it will get an unfair comparison against Rudiger because I think we've given Koulibaly this contract on something like 160 grand a week, which, given modern football, isn't an obscene amount of money, right, for a starting centre back in the Prem. But Rudiger was asking for something like 180 to 200 thousand, and we weren't willing to give it to him. And he's two years younger and proven in the Prem and already in the team. So that's why weird. Was this ownership, that's weird. Yeah. Why That's else weird. you can't blame this ownership for that? Oh, That's, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, it's they've had to fix that problem and it looks like you have downgraded or you will be downgrading in the longer term. So, I, like I say, I do like the signing. I'm not going to shit on him too much because he is a quality defender. Like, I think I was reading up on it. Since he's been starting for Napoli properly, which is 2014-ish, um, he's made the Serie A team the most uh, Serie A team of the year the most times alongside Chiellini and Buffon. Mm. So he's always been at the top level there. Obviously, it is going to be adapting because the Premier League is a higher standard. Like I think it was that video of him against Salah where he got absolutely shoved to the ground, <laughs> like stuff like that. Salah like, raped him so many up. times. Yeah, like, so many I think times. Koulibaly's also won some of those battles, but on the whole, Salah has beaten him. Like yeah. it just it is what it is. So we'll have to see how he adapts. Obviously, if he gets the back three, he'll get a little bit more cover there. But I am excited for him. I think he is. I think he will do very well for us. Just maybe not to the extent that Rudiger has, especially straight away. 
Um, <laughs> next one is Colwell. So alongside Koulibaly, we tried to go for Ake. As you said, Ake has decided he agreed personal terms with us, but we weren't willing to meet City's valuation of him. And mm. he's like Pep spoken to Ake and said, like, we'll keep you around. We'll upgrade your role and whatnot. And he's gone, yeah, that's fine. So he's decided to stay, which is completely fair. Like I, I did want him. I thought it would be a good signing, but obviously not going for him now. So the two centre-backs we are rumoured to go for are Kimpembe and Kunde. I want Kunde. I don't want Kimpembe <laughs> for the prices they're offering him. You might as well keep like, Paul, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like I don't see why we'd spend 45, 50 million euro on Kimpembe and not be a clear, clear upgrade. Like Kunde... I think he's a fantastic centre-back and he's been proving it over the last couple of years for Sevilla and he would be a genuine upgrade for us. Like a Kunde, Silva, Koulibaly backline would be fantastic, I think, like once mm. they've properly melded together. Um, Kimpembe in there, I'm not sold on him. Like I'll choose to believe in Tuchel, but from what I've seen, from what I've heard, it just... He doesn't look clear. Like I'd rather keep Colwell around. But, and that, give him but that's a the thing. Sword. That's the thing that people. Yeah, I get that. But that's the thing that people say about Kipembe. Yeah, but I think like he, he reminds me of like Rudiger at that se- around that same time. Rudiger was like known as like a uh, 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 mistake merchant as well. Like good, good on the ball and everything, but he always had a mistake in him. He always had like a calamity yeah. thing in him. Rudiger was known for that as well. And even at Chelsea for a few years, you Chelsea people were like onto him until he like fixed yeah. up. You get me? So I think Kipembe, he still has that... He's still at an age where he can, like, recover, you know? But obviously, you don't want that to be at your club's expense. So I do get why you wouldn't want to spend money yeah. on Kipembe, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd rather... So go for Kunde, have a starting back three of Kunde, Silva and Koulibaly, and then have them backed up by Shalaba, Ampadu and Colwell. Mm. And the, I, I think that would be great depth for us. That would get us through the year handily. So, but obviously we'll have to see how that goes because moving on to Colwell, he's obviously seeing that Chelsea are going for at least two centre-backs, if not three. He wants to be a starting Premier League centre-back. That's what he said at the end of last season. Like in interviews, he was saying he believes he can play at that level. He's seen players like Tamori and Guehi make that step up and be viable Premier League centre-backs that can make England debuts. So he sees that as the same path he's on. He's seeing his game time get shredded. If we sign all the, if we sign Kimpembe, Koulibaly, and Kunde, he's just not going to get the game time. And there's so much Premier League interest in him. Like yeah. I think the clubs I've seen: Southampton, Everton, Leicester. I think Arsenal have been interested in yeah, him. Yeah, like, I was going to say there's one. The, the, someone said there's one top six team interested in him as well. So that's yeah, yeah so, Arsenal. Then yeah, I didn't know, so but. Yeah, I, I would. I'd like to see him go out on loan. I think a year of a Premier League loan, similar to what Gallagher's done, similar to what Brower's done. I think that'd be tremendous for him. Then bring him back. But mm. I, I think he may just push for a permanent move, like someone like Guehi done. So we'll have to see how that goes. But you can see the boy's a talent. He's he's got a really nice natural effort. He can play in a back three. He's tall. He's quick. He's strong. Like. He's just got to get that Premier League experience, really. So I hope it's a loan, not a sale. But if we're going to be making all these big signings, he probably will be one of the ones to suffer. Yeah, but you'll probably uh, if you if you sell him, you'll probably get like one of those buy up buyback clauses. You'll definitely insert that. I I hope so. I really yeah. I really do hope so because I don't need it to be where like I think with Guehi we didn't do that. Like we've got a um like we get a percentage of the profit, not an F. 
a viable buyback clause, which is stupid, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, and then that's pretty much it on the recruitment front. And, on, and then we've been stealing Arsenal youngsters because mm. they don't they don't want to be there anymore. They want to come over to the oh, Mario Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. So, I was just reading a report on this, actually. Uh, it's from the Secret Scout on Twitter, who's really good with like the youth recruitment. And he was basically saying how with Omari, like, um, he reckons that he's not going to get any game time because of the depth for Arsenal's attacking positions, which is funny, considering how he, re- he sees Arsenal's attack as better than Chelsea's, which he gets a viable reason to, like, with people like Werner and Pulisic and ZX being shit. But he was also saying how like Arsenal have just signed Marquinhos in the same position as him. Um, mm. I think Toshi may have to back me up on this, but like apparently there's not been a lot of youth taking on the preseason tour, and it wasn't look, look, looking like he was going to be taken either. So it is, it is a strange yeah, there's, one. There's just on this the one one um, guy in it, the, the centre back that's been taken on tour from the youth academy. The rest have stayed at home, I think. So that's yeah, that's so. interesting. I don't know it, why it is a weird, Yeah, it is a weird one because, like, on the face of it, you'd expect, like, especially with all the names, I think, at Chelsea at the moment, with, like, Werner and Pulisic <laughs> taking up a lot of salary as well. So you'd want to get feedback on that. Oh, sorry, um, a return on that for him to make this switch. But if we've sold him a good enough development plan and we, I, we've obviously paid him more, that's, I think we mm. have to take that into account. We, have, we probably have given him a bigger pay packet. Like, Fair play to him, I guess. I don't know what Toast's opinion is on that. Yeah, to be honest, man, um, he's obviously 18. He's not had that many like first team opportunities, you know. So it's, again, it's very difficult for me to have too much of an opinion on it. Um, obviously, we know how like touted like, like Balogan was, obviously, and we ended up keeping him. That was obviously what only last summer. And obviously, we've decided to let Hutchinson go, man. So yeah, obviously, wish him the best. I hope it's, I hope it's not one we're going to kind of live to regret but I mean yeah Chelsea obviously have a great eye for young players obviously their academy is like brilliant as well and obviously he's gonna go into the under 23s but I mean they've they've for years have been able to kind of spot really good young talent you know so yeah we we may have missed the boat on this one but hopefully not (laughs) we'll see in light of like um Sterling's movie I've got a young trivia question like what other two players have represented City Chelsea and Liverpool in the Premier League Oh, God. Uh, Sturridge? Yeah. And... Hmm. Should know this one. Um, <laughs> a clue, maybe? French? French. Uh, Nicholas oh, Anelka. Uh, Anelka. Anelka. Yeah. Hey, Sir Nick. Sir Nick. Nick. Hey, yeah, I don't forget. All right. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, let's move over then to United. Um, their second signing of the window confirm. Lissandra Martinez coming over for a hefty fee. I think like 55 million euros. That could yeah. rise to a further uh, 10 million in add-ons. So like a, Ice could receive a total package of 64 million. Now, obviously early in the group chat, like earlier this week or last week, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Stephen asked me like, um, if he was worth fifty million, and I believe anyone that's not in La Liga or the Premier League or maybe even the French league, maybe even Syria, you're not worth fifty million. So anyone, meaning like 
outside the big five competitions, you're not worth 50 million. And neither is this guy, to be honest. So I think all, but at the same time, all three parties have collected a dub. United with signing this centre back because I think like he's a brilliant player to be honest. He's probably been the best centre back in the Eredivisie for some time. Um, like I said, he's like a, if you guys know about Julian Timber, he's like a Julian Timber times two um, with that dog in him. So the Premier League is definitely a league that will suit him. Um, and obviously Ajax is winning with the amount that they're receiving for him, fifty five million euros is like unheard of in in, in the Dutch in the Dutch league. Um, and Lissandra Martinez for getting his desired move to um, United instead of, yeah. Arsenal was also heavily interested, but they didn't. They weren't willing to match the fee. Uh, so, yeah, what do you guys think of that? I... To be honest, I'm confused, man. Sorry, Drake. <laughs> no, no, Just... I'm, I'm, I'm the same go ahead, as you, Matt you go ahead. Just firstly, obviously, the price tag is a lot, yeah, but... Whatever, if you want to yeah. play out sometimes, you've got to pay the price. We know the market's mad at the moment. But it's more the case of, is he signed to be a centre-back where he's been playing for Ajax? If that's the case, then who are your main centre-backs? You said that Maguire is going to be your captain next year. So he's probably going to be starting. And then you've got Varane. So, like, I don't I don't see, is he being brought in to take one of their spots? Or is it like a depth thing? Or is he going to be used as a as a defensive midfielder? Because I heard he can play there as well as well as left back. So I don't know. It's a bit of a confusing signing for me. I think that's good, yeah. right? Is that not good? It, like a utility player is, like that. It is good, but it's that that's the price tag, isn't it? Like, so you're spending so what? What is it about forty five million quid, whatever around that mark? Like, I know completely group strides that the market is crazy, and if you want the player, you go get the player, but. That's still a lot of cash money. And to spend that on a utility player, like, especially, especially with the fact that United squad have already lost so many players, but they, like, at centre-back, they're fairly well covered. Like You've got Varane, Maguire, Lindelof, Bailly, and Jones. I know, it feels weird <laughs> saying his name, Christ. But, um, like, you've got enough names back there. A left-back, you've already got three left-backs in Shaw, Malassia, and Tellez. I know none of those names last year were any good whatsoever, but without some outgoings, you've got a severely crowded defensive room. Mm. If I think as like playing him as one of the double pivot sixes, the, there's two problems there. One, like you may have to correct me here, Drew, but he didn't really play that much there. He it's more that he can play there yeah, rather than yeah. he is a specialist there. And B, like we'll have to go on to the Frankie De Jong subject in a minute, but Frankie mm-hmm. De Jong loves the left side. He wants to play on the left side rather than the right side of the yeah. double six. So, if you're picking the, if you're going to bring in De Jong and go for all the saga, you're probably going to play him in his favorite role. In which case, that takes out Lissandro Martinez from there. So it's more just: Have you paid forty-five million pounds for a backup left back and backup centre back? That just seems like, especially given the amount of holes in that United squad. To be honest, man. Yeah. To be honest, man, I think he's going to be a starter, man. I think Maguire or Varane, one of them is chopping bench. No way. That's what That's what I, I think. I don't see it. I don't see Because Maguire is your captain. I know he was shocking mm-hmm. last year, but... I mean, captains like, can, I, can chop bench. They can, captains. but I think it would be weird for Ten Hag to come in and say, yeah, you're my captain for next season, to then not play him. 
Do you know what I mean? And Varane, like, I know, obviously... I think, again, it, would, I think it would be weird to spend all that money. Like, yeah. Has Maguire been confirmed as captain, though? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Ten Hag did it in the press conference. Fair. So, like, I, 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 I mean, still, cra- I cra- crazy things have happened, Varane. bro. He's not benching Varane, is he? Yeah, if it comes down to just like pure ability, when the going gets tough, man, Maguire's holding bench. I can't lie. Yeah, I can see it, man. I can personally see it. He'll, yeah. I think it depends on the matchup, really, because Martinez is what, 5'8? A 5'8 centre back. That is. That's minor, man. Minor, bro. You, bro, he's handled. He's, obviously, he's a Dutch league in there, but he's, he, bro, he can handle big, big strikers in it. He has a amazing league, bro. The, the Dutch, Dutch league, league, man, please. please. And that's what I'm saying. It's a he's Dutch league in the pinch of salt. He's going to get bullied. Take with a pinch of salt. But in the Champions League as well. Like, I remember the games man, against Dortmund. He handled, he handled Haaland. Gee, when man are flinging. He handled Haaland. Yeah, he ain't. He's gonna get bullied. Look, I, I look. I ain't watched a lot of irriv- whatever. However you say, irrevisivisier, yeah, or whatever the ras it is, yeah. I just know that <laughs> if my man's coming into the prem, big physical yeah, prem. Man, <laughs> gee, I just can't see it in it. Like, I, I think like I ain't seen a lot of him. Yeah, I heard he's the butcher or something, the butcher of Amsterdam. I've been hearing all of this butcher talking. That's the truck. Yeah, bro, bro. I can't see it, bro. I can't see it, man. Take it from me, it's man. Take signing. it from me. But United have got bare problems and they're like Jake said they're spending that money on a on a utility man on a James Perch and these times yeah they've got like what midfield issues they still ain't got a proper DM yeah that, that's the look they've signed Eric but that's the thing but that's the thing but that's the thing hear me out that's the thing say if this Frankie de Jong thing doesn't work yeah you can use him as a six so it, it, it this is this is a dub for United I'm never gonna cap this is a dub for them if Frankie de Jong doesn't work you can use him as a six if Frankie de Jong yeah, but you're saying come, you're saying use him as in like that's not his position but yeah we'll use you there like but he can but bro you technically get, technically he's sound bro uh, bro technically he's sound bro I think he could do it man yes you can yeah, yes you nah, can you should, you should get a specialist I get it listen, but if you, like, 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 we, like we established the centre back's positions in United is crowded at the moment and obviously he can't sell 100%. them all in one window so all I'm maybe is, until if January predomin- if he's played predominantly most of his games as a centre back and Ten Hogs brought him in to play centre back yeah, then saying oh we, we missed out on De Jong so you can do a job there it's not at personally if I was a United fan not what I want to hear I want a player mm. to be playing in his position and I want to sign him to play in his position. So, mm. and as well as like, I know obviously he might be of better quality than the players that they've got already, but then you've got un- unhappy players in other positions. So, and arguably Fred was one of their better players last season. So I don't know, man. Like, I think they're just, United, the, the whole thing's just lopsided and, and <laughs> I don't, like, even signing Ericsson, like, where's he going to play? And how does that, how does that like affect He'll be back Bruno up for Fernandes? Bruno, isn't it, I think. So you don't think he's going to start? Back up I know for it's, Bruno. it's a free transfer, but like I think personally, I think Ericsson gets in this song eleven. Based off, I think season. so too. Bench Bruno, but Bruno's not going to get bench. So, but nah, it is what it is, man. Like you said, man, it's it's a whole leap of madness. United and um, <laughs> this is a great segue. And uh, Barcelona, probably the worst two run clubs in the past couple of years, are fighting. It's still fighting it out for Frankie De Jong. Situation changes every single day. Now they're saying that he's owed um, millions of euros um, by Barcelona um, and that United are willing to pay half of what he's owed, which is, yeah, wow. which is, yeah, desperate. Crazy stuff. Some may say. <laughs> um, but Barcelona themselves, they're still signing players. So Lewandowski has <laughs> been confirmed. Rafinha has been confirmed. And 
yeah, Frankie, Frankie de Jong himself is also looking to stay put. So, what, what are you guys... Uh, you I know the situation changes every week, thing. but... I'm just confused with it. Yeah, How are they able uh, to sign man, yeah, when they owe man big bread? And now, apparently, and no I've read... It. Apparently, I've read, so they're getting the money because they sold a percentage of their TV rights and they're selling a lot. They're selling off a lot of things, basically. So they're selling off a lot of things to get peas now for instant gratification. But then obviously it may hurt them later down, later down the line in it. Uh, but that, that shouldn't matter because now you need to kind of rebuild your squad. So they, they sell, they sold like 10% of their TV rights to someone. And I think they're getting money for, for something else or they're selling another couple of percentages of their TV rights to another party. They, yeah. They, and this is where they're they getting sold- their money from. It's, it's crazy what they're doing. They're, they're mortgaging their future because they yeah. sold, I think they're going to sell something like 30% as the whole thing of their TV rights. And then they've sold them um, like one of their marketing and advertising companies. They sold 49% of the stocks in that. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing, right? You're, you're doing all these, they call it economic levers over there. They're pulling all these levers to get this short-term cash but the people they're buying, like, are they really that clear an upgrade over what they've got? Like, so you're doing all this for a 33-year-old Lewandowski. Now, Lewandowski's obviously one of the most feared nines in the world, right? But he's 33 years old. Like, he's hit his peak. He will not get any better. Like, mm. like he'll still do very good, but you've already got, like, you've got a Bemiang now on mm-hmm. massive wages. And I can't remember who else they've got up top, but you've obviously got a lot of people taking up his salary, Memphis a yeah. buy, yeah. You've got um we've bought Rafinha for fifty million. You've done all that work to outbid Chelsea. And like fair enough, we've been big brother there. You've just brought Dembele back. You've got Ansu Fati, you've got Ferran Torres, you've got Depay who can play on the wing. Like, is Rafinha a clear upgrade to the point you're mortgaging all this to beat them? No. No, he isn't. But like, I have to disagree with you, but I do think that they're signing the right type and the right yeah, the right type of players in terms of the depth. They still need to sell a few. Maybe the pie needs to be sold, or you know, they still need to sell to make it you know like fair for everyone. But I feel like targeting uh, Lewandowski, who's proven is a who's a proven goal scorer, and he's someone that you know like a Ronaldo and that like looks looks after themselves. So they he can still go along. He can still go a couple of seasons, in my opinion, at the highest level. Rafinha on that side as well. He will have to battle it out with um, Usman Dembele. He will be he will be someone to bring on. So in terms of depth, which is something that they didn't really have um, in the previous season, now you have Aubameyang and Rafinha on the bench to come on. Um, what's his name? Memphis Depay probably get moved. He will probably get moved on. Antu Fati to come on. Um, I think what Chavi is building and the type of player they've also bought um, Kessier for the midfield as well. Uh, Christensen, who's like uh, you know half decent centre back. I don't think what they're doing in terms of incomings is entirely wrong, in my opinion, man. I'm quite excited for these signings, and I'm looking forward Peace. to. I'm looking forward yeah. to what they what they're gonna what they're gonna do. But I'm, I'm, yeah, sorry, you go, Drew. You go. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of like the whole situation and the way they're going about it with even the current players, the way they're trying to move out, you know, you know, even Memphis the is trying to be getting moved out, etc. It's like, yeah, that's that's what's a bit stinky at the moment. But in terms of who they're bringing in. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not going to lie. I, I just think for me, the amount of money you're giving up in the future 
Like that, that's the big thing for me. Like it's you're not going to feel it this year. You're going to feel it in three, four years down the line. Yeah, of course they when, will. Yeah. And I, the way I look at it is, every signing has to be nailed. Every mm. single one of these boys. So Christensen has to be your new PK. Kessie mm. has to come in and almost usurp someone like Busquets. So I know he's on the way out, and I know he doesn't play the same position. But like you'd move Gavi or Pedri back to that six. But, so that, but that's, but that's the thing. Boss. But Frankie De Jong, if Sergio Busquets moves Frankie De Jong, that's his actual position where he actually flourishes. And you still want to move him out? That's what I don't get. Frankie yeah, De Jong is like, a natural, natural. Like, what do you call it? Like natural, like uh, the one to take over from Sergio Busquets. Yeah, but I don't yeah. get it, man. It's what it is. No. So it's, we'll put it this way. It is a very big risk from Barcelona to yeah. be doing all this. If if a couple of these signings don't work out, like let's say Rafinha doesn't light up La Liga or Kessie just can't break into the first team, in three yeah. years you're still going to have the problems you have now, but yeah. you have even less ways to get out of it. Yeah. Like you could have just taken hits now. Yeah, it can but be. It can be fall, foolish, man. man. I hope they fall because the way they're doing it just for me ain't fair. You owe man money and you're doing all this for what? Mm. I, I don't like it, man. Yeah, like for, like for the for the fair play nature of the game and stuff, like it's not for me. But yeah, it's nasty, man. I agree. It's nasty. Um, all right, let's go. Let's move to um, Arsenal then. Um, obviously linked. Missed out. I mean, you missed out on who? Who did you miss out? Rafinha as well. That's gone to Barcelona. Missed out a couple yeah. other players, but I heard that you're rumored to link uh, to be linked with um, what's his name, Leroy Sane, which will pain me if that happens. <laughs> Leroy Sane, you know, ain't no way Sane coming to Arsenal, man. <laughs> it's about as much of a pipe dream as Nabry is because I believe he's just signed a contract. If you drop that contract, forty, so. if you drop that 40 <laughs> I mean, M's. man, I feel like. For for us to have been chasing Rafinha the way we were, for us to now not get like a top class winger would be ridiculous. And it would just say everything about like how we do our transfer business, you know, because one minute that's your priority target. Next minute, ah, we, you know what? We don't need a winger. So I'm mm. still trying to see what, what we're going to do. I mean, Sane, man, like I said, I, I don't see how he goes from City to Bayern to, to Arsenal personally. He knows Arteta, man. To Arsenal, but the Arteta link. Hey, man. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, this I'm not seeing enough of this Arteta pool for my liking, to be honest. Isn't it? So, oh, wait, wait, wait. We'll we'll you, 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 there's a signing imminent, actually. Zinchenko. Zinchenko, obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see if we'll get the deal over the line. A, a signing that I'm, I'm like comfortable with, for sure. Um, yeah. Decent player. will give um, Tierney a lot of uh, pressure, for sure. I mean, I can't, I can't say right now that um, Tierney would just be the number one left back, just for a... Um, consistency and for fitness reasons as well because he's not proved that he can be reliable on a consistent basis you know uh, Zinchenko obviously he's not played too much for City he's not got too many like miles in the legs or anything so and he's always been like a very handy player man like he played very very well in what was their biggest game of the season when they won the league when he came on mm-hmm. um, against um, Villa so yeah man uh, if we can get that deal over the line um, that'll be fantastic really because Nuno Tavares is not it the the scout whoever signed him he needs to be let go as well so. <laughs> what what position would you like to be seen filled next if it's not like wings man like what position would you personally oh, well, feel like you, yeah you, you know me boy we've gone into what six pre-seasons with Shaka in the center of midfield man so <laughs> you know me man I want I, I, I want another center midfielder 
Shaka still can't be starting for Arsenal. Who are you looking at realistically? Um, and realistically, there's no one that I can I can really say off the top of my head, man. But mm. we need an upgrade in it, man. I mean, right now, obviously, the situation of Tielemans has kind of gone dead. I, I don't know what one there. Um, apparently, the player's still interested. Just, that's the whispers I'm hearing. But I mean, we're not. Doesn't it looks like it's kind of died now? That whole uh, Tielemans business. And for me, like get like get these deals over the line early. Like, why are you trying to go into game week three of the league still trying to sign players up until like the end of the window? Like, if you want, if you feel like you need. To fill a position, just get it done. Like let let, let them play preseason, let them get like adjust into the team. Like I, I hate this whole waiting until the very last day. Like at the end of the day, if you're if you're signing a player on the last day of the transfer window, but you knew you needed this player months ago, like why why is it taken to the end yeah. of the transfer window to make a signing? It, it just makes no sense to me. Like I never understood but, that because even on transfer transfer deadline day, everything can be sorted out within like twenty minutes. So it's weird. This is what I'm saying. Like, so like, what's the need? You, you, you've known for months that there was a need. So yeah, you know what I mean? They, these teams, they just like to drag it out. They like to try and be, I don't know if it's just cheeky, trying to be cheap, trying to negotiate too much. I, I don't know. But mm. like, if you have a need, get your players. Do you know what I mean? I hear you, man. Um, yeah. Any shots? Send over to the bar. Nah, no, none, none for me, man. I'm just, I'm just excited to have the Premier League back in a couple of weeks, man. Yeah, man. I think we're all excited. I think um, when is the uh, Community Shield on the thirtieth? Also in two weeks, right? Or next week? Yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. in two weeks. Yeah, because yeah. I think Arsenal's Arsenal's opening day. I think is, is it August fourth? I think so. Yeah, so the, yeah. it'll probably be the week before. Yeah, fifth. So, yeah. yeah. Mad, mad. Um, I don't know if you've guys also seen, but we're starting to get live and direct on YouTube with Life in the Flesh. Uh, our first episode is out with Char, uh, who was Tabs and uh, Strizza. Shit, Strizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How could you suggest? Yeah, Strong first performance, man. I enjoyed the episode still. I enjoyed that one still. How, how did you? How did you find it, Jake? Because obviously you wasn't there. How's it looking Man, for you? I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> jealous. That the next one, I will make sure I am there so that I can actually tell some people how fucking wrong they are. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that until the next time. Yeah, for real, for real. All right, man. This was the VAR Bar episode 119. My name is Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew. And we out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> In a bit, man. Hey, hi. Hey.